Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. A bottle of Lucas Complete Fuel Treatment can clean your system and help your engine get more MPGs. Right now, you can get two bottles for only $9.99. A great deal to help you go a great deal farther. Find Lucas Complete Fuel Treatment and everything you need for better fuel efficiency at any one of our 6,300 stores. Get in the zone, zone. Restrictions apply. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is hour number three of VSIN Bet Center live from downtown Las Vegas on a Saturday night with Jeff Harles. I'm Ben Wilson. We were hoping to have more of a game, at least for you know nature of discussion on the show, Jeff. I know. You, you were hoping to maybe see a Buffalo cover here. Uh, not only has it been a cover for the Buffalo Bills in our final game of the night, kicking off wild card weekend in the National Football League, it has been a comprehensive beatdown from start to finish. 47-10, 3.30 to go as we're just essentially now running the uh, the clock out at this point. At the very least, Jeff Mack Jones will crawl over his passing yardage prop, just barely getting to 2.10 on the night with a touchdown and two picks. But uh, Josh Allen, 21-25 for 308, five touchdowns, no picks, 157.6 passer rating as Buffalo will cover the four, four-and-a-half point closing spread, and this will go well over our 43, 43.5-point uh, closing total. It's also gone over the second-half number as well, and Buffalo uh, likely going to cover the second-half number uh, with all of that as well, even though it uh, looks like Nelson Aguilar going to get inside the 10 down to the 5 for New England as we go inside three minutes to play. So a game that everybody talked about, nobody's going to be able to do anything because it's too cold to function as a professional athlete is likely Jeff going to go over 60 points tonight. Well, and not only that, and not only that Buffalo had one of the best offensive performance in playoff history tonight on top of that. Yeah. So seven drives, seven touchdowns. I'm no mathematician. That's a hundred percent. That's pretty good. That's uh, pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty right. good. There. Uh, and but Bill Belichick had never as a Patriot head coach had never given up four consecutive touchdown drives ever. And he has given up seven. And those have been the only drives tonight. Well, the uh, the thing is, Buffalo is going to have to uh, 
kneel, in all likelihood take a knee on their last play to uh, blow up the perfect night for the Bills. Shame. The shame. shame. Just... What a, what a prolific. Seriously though, Ben. Like, like, no, it's, like, like, what it's a prolific. Insane. Butt kicking this was. I had, to, I had to clean it up for the children there, Ben. But uh, it is. But, uh, it's, well, I was. It's almost midnight. It's almost midnight. We're the not East there Coast. yet. But 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 look, I just for Buffalo to do this to a team that seven weeks ago, I, where the conversation the day after the Monday night game is, oh, the Bills are soft. They're a soft team. They can't. They 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 got beat in their own building by a team that threw three passes. And they couldn't move the ball against New England, even though it was an intense wind and, and everything with that. And we sit here seven weeks later, and they left zero doubt from the get-go in this game that they were the better team. And that they are they were clearly the best team in the AFCs, even though they didn't clinch it to the final week of the season. Incredible showing, as good as it gets for a postseason showing. As good as it gets for any showing, in all honesty. Against your biggest rival, no less. Yeah, it's it is hard to go back and you conjure up memories of a more you know, one-sided affair like this with so much to prove for a team uh, like Buffalo who will end up nine and a half yards per play. When all is that okay? Seven drives, seven touchdowns. As, uh, as they, will, they will win the game. And a very interesting suit. If Kansas City takes care of business, we're going to start our previews uh, here in, 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 our, in our next segment. If they take care of business, you will get uh, that, 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 that rematch. By the way, looking at this, one other big provider on the uh, in the newer jurisdictions – Looks like they had any lineman to record a receiving touchdown this week at twenty to one. So <laughs> cash that ticket. Cash that ticket right there. <laughs> That's amazing. On a on a nights that uh that that are you know our our, our, our friend Tommy Doyle will not soon forget the offensive lineman for Buffalo twenty to one. Surprising six games. I would have expected it to be. I guess that's. I mean, probably, I, guess, I guess that's probably right. We saw a handful in 272 NFL games. Yeah, I guess it's right. If anything, that probably was too short of a number. Yeah, it's well, a regardless, regardless Ben. They cashed. 20 to, one. Uh, 20 to 1. So we teased this before the break, discussing your NFC as we transition back to that conference. We have yet to see any of the NFC playoff games commence, which they will first game tomorrow. Philadelphia and Tampa Bay still uh, three of the four games left to be played, all on the NFC side. Our discussion becoming, though, from the Green Bay side of things. Which team is likeliest to upend the hierarchy where Green Bay prohibitive favorites to win the conference, as well as the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers, your Super Bowl MVP. You see who they could potentially play next week in Lambeau Field. If it is either Arizona or Los Angeles, that would certainly be a Sunday game because those two teams play the Monday night Cardinals Rams this week. If it is, uh, if we get an upset and either San Francisco or Philadelphia win, and go to Lambeau, almost certainly that game will be a Saturday game next week. And as you see, they cannot play either the Buccaneers or the Cowboys till the NFC Championship game. Who, Jeff, of of that category, kind of tease this a little bit before the break, are you thinking could go into Lambeau Field and prevent Green Bay from going to the Super Bowl under Aaron Rodgers? The Dallas Cowboys are my answer. The Dallas Cowboys are my answer now. Am I saying that the Cowboys are even going to get by tomorrow? Not necessarily, but here's the deal. First off, it would be the most hilarious, as that was pretty hilarious, Hunter Henry dropping a yeah, touchdown. Wide open touchdown. Wide open touchdown. Hunter Henry dropped. But it would be the storyline of all storylines of NFC Championship game in Lambeau with either Mike McCarthy or Aaron Rodgers getting to Super Bowl number two. 
So here's the thing with Dallas, Ben. Their defense is boomer bust. So Rodgers could go nuts on them, have a huge game, throw four touchdowns, Green Bay routes them, wouldn't shock me. But Dallas is the one offense, because they're healthy right now, in comparison to Tampa, who is Leonard Fournette didn't get activated for tomorrow, which we expected and he didn't get activated. We know Godwin won't be there at all. So it's just a lot of a, a lot of uh, shifting in that regard of my thought process of going from Dallas, from Tampa to Dallas originally. And for Dallas, they have great wide receivers. And it's just a matter of can Dak stay healthy enough? Can Dak mm-hmm. regain the form that we saw before at the beginning of the year? Now, we saw for Dak, we saw the one game against Washington where he was phenomenal. But other than that, since that calf injury, he's had good games. He hasn't had anything that he looked like he did at the beginning of the season, Ben. So they're boomer bust. They're the one team that I think can go in a Lambeau and win. They are also more than capable of getting absolutely pummeled in Lambeau in an NSA championship game. San Francisco, I'm concerned about Garoppolo playing in, in Lambeau and winning a game on the road back-to-back weeks against teams that I think are better than San Francisco. The Rams' Stafford is just a mess right now. And I'm not trusting Stafford to go into Lambeau and winning. And Tampa, I just said, look, would it shock me if Tampa beat them again? No, but it's just going to be hard for them to win three straight playoff games this year with how battered their offense is. What's ironic is if those two you mentioned, uh, should also point out, Mac Jones on fourth and goal does hit Kendrick Bourne back at the end zone. Uh, so <laughs> it took till the end, but Mac Jones, his touchdown passing prop somehow gets there over one and a half, two touchdowns for Mac Jones. Kendrick Bourne, two touchdowns tonight, seven for 77 and two. Uh, however, New England's still not covering the second half line. Remember, Buffalo was uh, laying one and a half in that. I should say actually getting one and a half. And Buffalo has outscored New England 20 to 14 in the second half. 47, 14, 144 to go. Neil Downs pending uh, there in Buffalo. But you mentioned the Rams and the Buccaneers. Those like of, of the potential one, two of these two games for Green Bay. It's funny how last year Green Bay faces the Rams in the divisional round Buccaneers in the, in the conference championship with the Packers futures that, uh, that you and I both hold. And just thinking about this from our general conversation, probably the best outcome. If we're, if you know, if we're assuming Philadelphia does not win in Tampa Bay tomorrow as a, you know, they're an eight, a seven and a half, eight point underdog currently. That is actually the, to me, Jeff, the best outcome for green Bay, the, this, the best likelihood of them making it to the super bowl, getting a, a Ram Tampa Bay two game stretch. Certainly, I do. I would have concerns about about Dallas, but I, to me, San Francisco is the team I would be most worried about, and and it's solely because you have a Green Bay rush defense that has been porous, especially the back half of the year. You can run all over this Green Bay rush uh, running defense, and with the way San Francisco came back the way they did against the Rams with Jimmy Garoppolo, and also f- kind of figured out at the end of the year, while their offensive efficiency, both passing and running the ball, Jeff has been top five in both of those both of those parts of their game. They've realized they can lean on a guy like Elijah Mitchell. They can lean on Debo Samuel to keep Jimmy Garoppolo away from from totally nuking their offensive game plan through the air. And that, to me, is a strategy of how you you beat Green Bay. We've seen it in divisional games over the past couple years with Minnesota, where you just take the air out of the game. You have long possessions, control the, the control the clock, control possession, keep the ball on the ground. That, to me, is exactly what San Francisco would do coming into Lambeau Field. Remember, we saw those teams play to a two-point game in Santa Clara on the Sunday night game back in week three. I worry the most about San Francisco. Again, with we'll talk about the Dallas game. That is who they would have to get by. 
But I, I'm kind of with you in the sense that either the winner of that Dallas-San Francisco game would be the team I would probably worry the most about as a, as a kind of a long-shot oddity team to come out of the NFC. And I yeah. actually don't hate anybody taking a flyer on 11-1 to for San Francisco to win the NFC as much as it's hard to find value coming in. I don't think that's a terrible number to take with San Francisco. No, look, and and you look at the NFC, if you're value hunting, it's them and, them and Dallas are the two on the board. The Rams should not be shorter than the Cowboys. They should not. With the way that those teams, and again, I don't think Dallas has been particularly great the last month, but they've been better than the Rams. Uh, of course, obviously, the collapse in the second half last week. And let's face it, if Minnesota and Baltimore were not as inept as they were in those games, the Rams probably go into the playoffs on a, on a relatively nice-sized losing streak here. Stafford was dreadful in the Minnesota game and the Baltimore game, except for the last drive against the Ravens. So, uh, look, I, I'm stunned that the Rams are where they are. I'm stunned at the third favorite in the NFC. That number doesn't make sense to me. I'm Dallas and Sam. I, I would – the Rams of all those teams in the NFC, the Rams and the Cardinals are the two that I would not bet. I'm not counting Philly because Philly's nowhere near the quality of the other six teams in the playoffs. But I don't want anything to do with the Rams or the Cardinals. It would be the 49ers or Cowboys. I'm leaning the Cowboys because of the home field tomorrow. And the fact that the Cowboys, I think, are just better than San Francisco. And there's a bet I'm going to make in the San Francisco-Dallas game that will not really, not constitute a hedge, so to speak, but is a multi-tiered handicap of the exact thing I just brought up. And, and the, the, the slight risk I feel that San Francisco poses to the, the longevity of that NFC and, and that Super Bowl wager that you and I both have there on Green Bay. All right, it's final in Buffalo. 47-17, Bills win. What a beatdown. We'll begin our Sunday previews in the Wild Card Weekend coming up next here on VC. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, dance bro. <laughs> 
Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast and get Beating the Book with Gail Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, The Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Coast to Coast Hoops, hosted by Greg Hoops-Peterson, who's coming up after us. Here on Beeson Bet Center, we still have about an hour 45 to go, though, with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. We'll welcome in Dwayne Colucci in our next segment, who runs things over at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. Certainly an action-packed Saturday over there with everything going on that will continue into NFL Sunday. And it is time for us now, Jeff, with everything over in Buffalo. Bills 47, Patriots 17, a final week. And finally, turn the page to Sunday. And we'll begin with our game-by-game previews. Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. Starting to see now, Jeff, in the market, this thing get down to, I'm seeing as low as yeah, seven, seven and a half. And a seven and a half. Yeah. America's teaser leg, essentially. The only, as of right now, it is your only Wong teaser qualifying leg going down below the seven and the three with a, a home team in Tampa Bay. It feels like everybody and, and their, their brother, their stepsister, their third cousin twice removed, Jeff, is going to have Tampa Bay in a teaser. As we get it, start with the handicap, I'll ask you this because I would imagine. The majority of people watching us who are betting on this game probably have Tampa Bay in some sort of money line parlay or more likely a teaser. Are you worried at all about, first off, on that part of it, the Tampa Bay teaser leg coming into tomorrow's game against Philly? I don't like that the market's betting Philly. 
I don't like that. Because you know of my thoughts on the Eagles the whole year. I thought that even though they covered a lot of the times that the Sirianni syndicate showed up, I didn't think the Eagles were particularly good. They had a really nice point differential at the end of the year. They beat a grand total of one team with a winning record the whole season, New Orleans, with Trevor Simeon. woo But I was hoping that this, and, and part of the reason this number is starting to dip is because of the weather report. And Philadelphia's offense actually meshes okay with a windy day because they can just pound the rock on the ground. And Tampa's run defense over the last month has really struggled for whatever reason. And I expect Tampa to win the game. And I expect those teaser legs to be safe. But I think Tampa's going to be a lot more uncomfortable than you would have anticipated, even if this game was two, weeks, two three weeks ago, Ben. Because the Eagles' style, with that great run game, great offensive line, and in a playoff game, what you need to do, Ben, is if you're a big underdog like this, you have to shorten the game. No question. And if you're Philadelphia, you shorten this game to where four possessions a half, three possessions a half, you got a shot. Not saying they're going to win the game. I'm not even saying they're going to cover. But Philadelphia has the makeup of making this an ugly and potentially very scary game for Tampa Bay. I still expect the Bucs to win. I still expect them to, especially a one and a half to cover the teaser legs. But I don't think this is going to be particularly easy for Tampa. We've also seen the total go down to 46, 46 and a half as well. I think that's a proper move based off the weather. I'd still look to go under if you're going to make me play that total. As of right now, we're expecting 25 mile an hour winds, which is mm-hmm. we've been kind of a broken record on with talking about that the matters. total in that <laughs> New England Buffalo game. That is the more important thing. 80% chance of rain, but it is likely going to be mostly all morning. Just 10% by the time you get to kickoff, Jeff, and beyond. I will not have Tampa Bay in a teaser leg. I did, I'm not playing a teaser this week uh, with six games on the card. Not Again, outside of this, no long teaser legs. Nothing that really jumped out to me uh, specifically on that. I am of the kind of the weird mindset of this game, Jeff, where to me, Tampa is either winning this game going away by double digits, covering whatever the closing number ends up being, seven and a half or eight is where it's at right now. But there's also a world where I see Philadelphia winning this game outright. And I'm not sure... If you're, you're asking me of the, you know, the the overall game flow, what are the most likely outcomes, I think I would set number one if you're making me pick. Tampa by eight or more. And I think the number two outcome I would pick is Philadelphia outright. And I would put number three, and a pretty distant number three to that, Jeff, Tampa Bay by one to seven. Meaning I think there's a, a, I think there's a puncher's chance here that Philadelphia, depending on game script and how Nick Sirianni is a rookie head coach comes out tomorrow, there is a legitimate chance that Philadelphia will be a live dog to win the game outright coming in. And I think the biggest thing, biggest reason why is we've seen this Tampa Bay running defense slowly have chips cracked at the armor, a team that in, on the season still has been very impressive, have allowed the third fewest rush yards per game, but that is largely because they have faced the fewest rushing attempts per game, just 15th in success rate per, per run against since week nine. And I just wonder, Jeff, at some point, we've heard, we've just heard so much about you just can't run on Tampa. You can't run on Tampa. At what point will that facade be broken? And at what point will a team in the playoffs say, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to run right down their throats and see what this kind of patchwork, banged-up defensive line is actually made of. And if there's a team who is equipped to do that and should do that, it's Philadelphia. The question is, are they smart enough to game plan that way and not be uh, not be afraid and deterred depending on how things start 
against the Tampa Bay run defense that you can get after and expose? That is my question for tomorrow. And there's a world in which I do think Philadelphia exploits that, and they win the game outright. If they don't, you have a Tampa Bay number one offensive DVOA, best pass offense against a Philadelphia pass defense that has also been prone to give up explosive plays. This thing could be a runaway, much like we've seen in a lot of these Tampa home games this year, Jeff. Look, Tampa's been dominant at home except for one game. Been dominant at home. The one game, obviously, that still, I know there were injuries, but the fact that they lost 9 nothing to New Orleans is still one of the more ridiculous uh, results of the entire season, especially with the way that it happened. Uh, but look, Ben, they're, again, like I said, I have not been a fan of Philly the whole year. I don't think they're that good. But the way they play, they are not an easy matchup in a postseason game, especially if they're able to slow the tempo down and make this a limited possession game where they make Tampa score on most of their possessions. I'm not saying Philly's going to win the game outright, but I'm kind of with you. There is a scenario where Philly can go to Tampa and win this game outright. The other big question is, is this moment going to be too large for Jalen Hurts, who has been, again, I think has been pretty average this year, all Mm -hmm. things considered, uh, but yet Philadelphia is in the postseason. This is a team that I thought was going to stink. I had them under six and a half wins. I was very wrong. Oops. But they're they're here. And again, Nick Sirianni should be number two in coach of the year to me. Only for Vrabel should be ahead of him. So I look, uh, this, this will come down to if Philadelphia can shorten this game. If they can't shorten this game, it's a bad, it could be a beatdown. It's going to look like the Dallas game in week three where Dallas just Torched them the whole game. I was on Philadelphia that game. Yeah, that, that, did, that, not that, that, that did not go well. That did not work for you. That four and a half, but, and the game was but, over five minutes. But the in. one, yeah. but the one big difference though with Philadelphia from early in the season and what they are late in the season, and we'll throw last week out. Last week they didn't play anybody mm-hmm. against Dallas on the Saturday night. But they really look. Nick Sirianni's built the the team the way that he needs to. They run the offense that they need to. So that's why I give them I give them a puncher's chance. I get, even though I think they are the 13th out of 14 team in the in this play in these playoffs, they have a puncher's chance to go down there and win. Mm-hmm. Don't expect them to, but it would not surprise me. It would have surprised me. It would surprise me a heck of a lot more. Obviously, if Pittsburgh went to Kansas City and right. beat Kansas City tomorrow night, highest money line price you can get as of now, uh, one shop in town plus uh, three and a quarter. So you can get uh, three three twenty five on a Philadelphia outright win. Is that like? Am I crazy for suggesting that though? That like if no. you're actually if you're making me pick like a side here, I would actually say if you have any conviction on Tampa Bay, I'm not teasing them. I would actually play them. I would lay the seven with Tampa if it gets down to that. I was actually prepared to say I would lay the eight with them because I would have to think with no Brandon Staley in the playoffs as a coach this year, Nick Sirianni doesn't he have to be your leader in the clubhouse for for most aggressive oddball fourth fourth down and potentially two point. Uh, conversion uh, well, decisions. Now that, now that Staley's out now, of there, yeah. Now that he's out of there. Because yeah, I actually was, so. I was prepared to make the case coming in today, Jeff, that eight is actually, is more of a key number than normal in a game like this. Because remember, we saw him, those of us who had Tampa minus six and a half in the Thursday night game when they're up 28-7 and that Philly goes for two down eight to lose by six. I actually think even at eight, that's not a bad number to lay if you have any conviction on Tampa Bay. I just don't know that it's worth it considering the limited six-game card the lack of other options out there that I would really want to tease Tampa Bay down this week. I know a lot of people want love that Tampa New England teaser, and that's already been blown that's up. That's gone. No, the the one I would do if I were to tease it, I would uh, I, I would look to uh, tease. Uh, <laughs> there's no long options, and nope, I don't like not. teasing something down to 
still more than six, but Kansas City would Kansas be City. the route I think I'd look there, Ben. And also, too, that... Uh, you want to see Pittsburgh to 18 and a half? <laughs> Big difference. I think it's more likely that Kansas City wins <laughs> uh, the game by 30 than Pittsburgh covers yeah. six and a half still, Ben. Fair. If, you're, if you were making me tease something this week, I guess I would take Tampa with San Francisco. Uh, Tam- San Francisco, San Francisco is, is, probably is a, is a teaser leg I would, I would probably do. play. That's, yeah, non-traditional this week, guys. Non-traditional. You're not teasing totals this week? Uh, you, would have, you had a great day uh, teasing totals where you would have lost on uh, on both ends of teasing the dog and the under, and yeah. teasing the, uh, the under. And don't Buffalo. tease totals, friends. Yeah, don't don't Just, tease totals. Don't trust. Don't listen to us. Listen don't to the math uh, on that. Uh, speaking of who you should listen to, we've got a great guest coming up next. Dwayne Colucci runs things over at the Rampart Race and Sportsman. Going to give us the behind-the-counter thoughts on all the games on tomorrow's slate, as well as Monday night, when we return right here on VSIN Betson. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available on vcin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. We're always tracking. We're also always talking in-game here on vcin Bet Center with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. You, you got, you got, you, we need to flip the cameras around to show you what Jeff is looking at because we've got uh, just your classic, you know, late night college basketball on the screens in our circus studios. San Francisco, the Dons in action against BYU in like a sneaky big game, 13 10 early Dons. Oregon, USC, 30 to 17. Oregon on top of USC. You taking a piece of USC plus six and a half live there, Jeff? I probably should, right? I mean, you got a phone. I do. <laughs> it's sitting right there. You have the capability. Uh, I don't know. While, while Jeff thinks about that, we'll welcome in our next guest because because he is the man who is responsible for some of our favorite segments throughout the Vison Bet Center history. Dwayne Colucci, who runs the show over at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook, one of the best weekends to uh, to be not only be a sports fan and uh, and sports better, but also to run a book here in Las Vegas. Wild card week in the NFL. As we welcome him in, you can follow him at NY Bookie Dwayne. Produces some of the best uh, one-take videos on Twitter of, of various Rampart promotions. Uh, he, he's, he's a connoisseur of all things media and sports bookmaking. Uh, Dwayne, how are you, my friend? How First off, how was your Saturday from behind the counter over at the Rampart with all the NFL action? Oh, first off, thanks, Ben, for all the uh, plugs. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, definitely it was action-packed, and especially with the Las Vegas Raiders involved, we had an incredible handle on that first game, and the book was packed all day, I have to say, you know, anticipating great NFL action. There was some great horse racing going on, so I was very, very pleased. Naturally, we were pleased at the Rampart and South Point with the outcome of the first game from the bookmaker's perspective and from my side of the counter. So, you know, the Raiders tried. I, it came down to one play at the end. Unfortunately, you know, call was going to be short no matter what. They, I don't know what they were thinking, not going into the end zone. Mm-hmm. But that's it's such a pressure-filled situation, guys. So, you know, you have a split second. This is the NFL. And a difficult ending for all the Las Vegas fans. But Cincinnati moves on. 
you know, first playoff win in 30 some odd years. And that's just really a true testament to that team. Joe Burrow just played uh, fabulous. You know, Chase was all over the field and they were able to get the job done at home. Dwayne, uh, let, let, let's move to tomorrow. Triple header. We'll start with the first game. Tampa hosting Philadelphia. It seems to be a pretty sh- a steady stream of under money and Philadelphia money, Dwayne. Yeah, Jeff, so far, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a lot of eagle action. You know, we opened the game at eight and a half at the Rampart in South Point. We're now currently sitting at eight. Uh, total is at uh, 46. So those are our current numbers at the Rampart in South Point. You know, understandable. You know, you knew they were going to come out and bet one of the dogs in this uh, uh early matchup, or I should say the three matchups on Sunday. And this seems to be the dog. The Eagles are taking most of the attraction. It's going to be difficult though, to beat Tom Brady. I'll tell you right now, I agree with Ben. I heard you guys earlier on. I'm ready to lay seven and a half or eight with Tom Brady. I just think they're a more polished team, even though they're putting all that Brown, uh, you know, Antonio Brown antics to the side, they still have Evans. They still have a high powered offense. And I, I love Tom Brady in these situations. And the less you have to lay, uh, the better I feel for Tampa Bay's chances from a betting standpoint. Also, I don't mind looking, uh, you know, ahead to have him, uh, you know, from a bookmaking standpoint as well. So, yeah, we're seeing a lot of Philadelphia action, but there's a lot of betting that remains, you know, especially at my shop and at South Point. Some of these uh, general public people like to bet at the very, very last minute, and we'll have lines out the door. So there's a lot of wagering action on this game that remains to be seen. Yeah, certainly so. A lot, yeah. a lot of lines, no matter where you are, uh, you're wagering tomorrow, <laughs> whether you're in Nevada or, uh, or on, on other jurisdictions, but especially here uh, in our home city here in Las Vegas, uh, Dwayne Clucci with us. Give him a follow again at NY Bookie Dwayne. And we were mentioning, Dwayne, just this crazy trend that we've seen now in these wildcard games where of the last 58 that have been played, 50 now of the outright winners have also covered the spread. And it's it's kind of led us, Jeff and I, here into the conversation on this Pittsburgh-Kansas City game where there is definitely some sentiment in, in the market, at least after that original opening line move from Kansas City 11.5 up to 12.5, that it is so hard to kill off this big Ben-led Pittsburgh team. 12.5 seems like such a large number. We know about that crazy trend, and that would certainly suggest, all right, if you think Kansas City wins and you don't give Pittsburgh a shot to pull off the big upset – you probably just lay it with Kansas City. Uh, from from your perspective, how have you tried to handle a game that has has given us the largest spread that we have ever seen since the NFL expanded its wild card playoffs back earlier this century? Yeah, and it's amazing because, like you said, Tomlin and Big Ben are involved. And, uh, you know, they're synonymous with usually winning when they get to the playoffs. But this Chiefs team is so well-managed. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Uh, The only question mark I have, I think they have to get – Hill more involved, and I don't. I question his health, Tyreek Hill. So definitely, I think he's going to be a major X factor. But they have so many different weapons. I mean, they're so uh, you know, like I said, well coached, and I think it's going to be a tough spot for the Steelers. No matter how much sentiment, uh, you know, you have to think about money management and what you're going into if you are going to bet on the Pittsburgh Steelers and what you're faced with. And Kansas City's defense, the second half of the season, was really 
really amazing guys that really got the job done. You know, they had that little stutter step, definitely uh, against Cincinnati, but still able to overcome a lot. And uh, Patrick Mahomes is another guy, Ben, that I really feel confident mm-hmm. when I have my money down on him. And especially come playoff time, I mean, even a couple of years ago, and they fell behind in that game, I think it was against Houston. They, they just came back, and they just show so much class, and they exude class. Definitely the front runner, despite how uh, Allen played tonight. I still think the Chiefs are the front runner in the AFC and should be able to get the job done rather handily in this game tomorrow. Dwayne, of course, the big game in the middle of the day tomorrow, your favorite team in this game, Dallas and San Francisco. This uh, was three and a half at some spots for a split second, and then has basically been sitting at three the whole week. Totals at 51 here, Dwayne. This feels like the classic, uh, it feels like everyone is on San Francisco, but that number just hasn't budged since hitting three. Yeah, Jeff, that's what I, uh, you know, I was preaching earlier in the week, no matter how many sharps and how many public people tout the 49ers here, you're not seeing the, uh, the money come really across the counter. That's going to affect the line thus far. And like you said, you even seen some shops go back to the three and a half. So Dallas definitely merits a lot of respect. And I anticipate taking great two-way action on this game. When the Dallas Cowboys are in the playoffs, that equals handle from a bookmaker's perspective. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a homer for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I just think they have a really nice offense. And, you know, they get a couple of uh, big plays from Diggs on the defensive side. They're definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with. And it comes down to, guys, who do you feel more confident with? And they're both question marks. Is it Dak Prescott? Is he going to overcome and, you know, get the third playoff victory in about 30 years for Dallas, or is Jimmy G going to excel? And, you know, Garoppolo in these big games, sometimes he leaves a little to, you know, out there on the table. Also, you have to watch his health. I know Dallas is going to bring a massive pass rush on this guy. I think Dallas really should be able to get past this team if they could control the running game of the 49ers. And we've seen they were able to get off against the Rams guys. So this ain't going to be easy, but I think Dallas is definitely the team that is going to come out of this matchup sitting at three right now at the rampart and south point 51 we never bring up the juice you guys know that at the rampart and south point so it's either going to be two and a half three or three and a half that's what you're going to see and we'll move it as the money starts to fluctuate in and they're even putting that game on cbs just for just for you Dwayne, just to rekindle the old <laughs> memories we i thought like you know they definitely Dwayne definitely had a line into the old C, you know the NFL executives get that game on. Uh, we should be, regardless, will be an outstanding Sunday of NFL action. Uh, Dwayne, we wish you all the best from your position behind the counter. Uh, it, I, uh, nothing else you have to say, right? I mean, it's NFL wildcard weekend. The playoffs are here. Next four weeks are going to be uh, just a tremendous for all of us here uh, in Nevada and, uh, and for those of us around the country in the sports betting business. So, Dwayne, as always, we appreciate the time and have a great uh, Sunday, my friend. Thanks, as always. Oh, thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, definitely catch some tickets out there, guys. Oh, yeah. Jeff's, uh, Jeff's nodding his head like, he's ready. That's, that's the plan, right? Yeah, that's the, <laughs> it's always the plan. It's just a matter of does it actually work out. Hey, if, if, if all else fails, I can at least say that I, I had a, a horrible handicap on a prop bet tonight, Jeff. And I got, you know, one catch, 30 yards on Hunter Henry, 29 and a half. Congratulations, Congratulations Ben. It's a big win. It's a good win. Hey. Wins a win. I'm prepared to lose it all and then some on San Francisco plus three and a half tomorrow.
If I just talk my bet into a into a losing existence before it happens, is that the same as your like reverse psychology? Oh, 100%. Jigsaw? 100%. That that whole, and we're going to talk about that game next, but it's just been amazing how this whole week it's been like, well, you know what? There's too many people on that side, so I'm going to go back to this side, but now that there's not enough people on this one side, I, you know, it's a it's a true true amazing state of uh, of sports betting psychology, which we're going to break down in detail. Our game pick Coming up next here on VEASAN Bet Center. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 
This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new Big Game Big Dance special provides VSIN Plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now and get our daily best bets emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game and college hoops betting guides, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. Visit VEASAN.com slash big deal to sign up today as we're back. VEASAN Bet Center with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. Thanks to Brian Ortega, our producer behind the glass, rest of our outstanding production team. Hanging out with us Saturday night in downtown Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Jeff, we uh, we continue with our Sunday previews, NFL Wild Card Weekend. Thanks as well to Dwayne Colucci, our guest in the last block. But we turn now to, uh, as I, we were just talking about, probably the most fascinating handle game of the week, San Francisco-Dallas. It's on CBS, giving us the old, old iterations, memories of the you know, Pat Summerall, John Mann on, on the call, early 90s, legendary players, legendary games. This one features uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Dak Prescott, two quarterbacks. You could argue with as much pressure on their shoulders as uh, as anybody coming into the playoffs. There are a lot of good cases to be made in the quarterback realm, Jeff, certainly for uh, for different uh, players in that uh, position coming into this wild card weekend. But as we just discussed, it, it has had the sense that there is a lot of uh, public sentiment toward the San Francisco 49ers. Yet the line, it's been three basically the entire week here. Dallas is uh, laying three. They're at three and a half at, at uh, MGM Nevada here in Las Vegas, Jeff, but it is uh, that that juice to the underdog San Francisco. So if you want the Niners at the plus three and a half, you got to lay a buck 20 to do it. More interesting as well that move on the total from 49 open up to 50 and a half as high as 51 at uh, Dwayne and uh, Chrissy Andrews' shop, South Point Rampart. 51 as well as the Westgate, your high watermarks in the market right now. So Jeff, you, it sounds like, you are going to be back in the Dallas Cowboys in that in this particular game. I'm, I'm already. I'm already. You already in. bet the minus. I'm, I'm, I'm already. In. So we're going to go oppo. Which Marty, is a good, I'm already. We'll, be, we'll make for a good discussion. I don't think we're going to get two and a half. So that's why. I played the Wouldn't three. you think too with no. the way? Like if you like Dallas, you should bet it now solely because we know Dallas is the the public nature of Dallas kind of supersedes the public nature of San Francisco. Yes. Like you would think this would get to three and a half, but I could be wrong. Look, look Ben. I think these teams are relatively even. I think they're San Francisco's biggest strength is their is is their front seven defensively. Their secondary is weak. The Cowboys have a great pass rush and a secondary that is boomer bust. The Cowboys offense has great wide receivers. The Niners have Debo Samuel who if it wasn't for Cooper Cup, would have been the best wide receiver in the NFL this year, even though he hasn't been a traditional wideout this year. A lot of run, run, a lot of run plays with him as a as a running back. This solely comes down to one thing for me, because I give San Francisco a slight coaching advantage, because Shanahan, even though I think he's still pretty solid, still some weird things with Shanahan. If Dak Prescott is right, Dak Prescott is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And Dallas's offensive line is good enough to slow down the elite pass rush of San Francisco. So I laid the three with Dallas and also two, Ben. Whenever I get an opportunity in a 
big game like this where it feels like the entire world is on one side and I'm not in full agreement with that one side, which it will happen every once in a while where I'm in agreement with the whole entire world on this. I'll go the other way very happily here. And if San Francisco, this is one of those where if San Francisco, San Francisco, obviously it's hard to cover a game at three and not win the game outright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I have, do not see a scenario where we end up like Dallas by one or Dallas by two. I just don't foresee that happening. If San Francisco going to cover this game, they're going to win this game comfortably, Ben. I don't see the close San Francisco win in the cards here. I think this is San Francisco by two scores or Dallas covers the three. And I'm on the Dallas covers the three side. Plus 145 if you were looking to you know, think about that, yeah, I, I'd rather that have, outcome. San Francisco I'd rather money have, line. I'd rather have the San Francisco money line than taking the three, personally. I would agree with you, unless there was a three if and a half. Going, the, if you're going that Yes, side. unless. Different story on three, three and, and a half, half in the market. And that's, we're going to go Oppo. I will be on San Francisco. Uh, it, plus, I gave out for, for our best bets, uh, giving out San Francisco plus three and a half with that minus 120. Although, I have not bet it. I'm waiting to see if I can get that full, depending on where the market goes. If we can get that full three and a half uh, with, without having to lay the juice there of the minus 120. You make a lot of very good points on the Dallas side. My thought is the the strength of San Francisco and specifically the strength that they have relied upon now down the stretch, especially with as a head coach, Kyle Shanahan, understanding that his, like his biggest barrier to success offensively is allowing Jimmy Garoppolo to do whatever he wants in the passing game and try to stretch the field and make erratic throws downfield, which has been the demise of that team in games where they have struggled. A top five running team that really got back to its strengths, Jeff, especially in in the second half of last week's game at, at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. You're taking on a Dallas team who has one very pronounced weakness, and that is defending the run. I have, I have to have more trust in a coach like Kyle Shanahan from a pure game planning perspective, understanding what his significant strength is going up against, especially on the road, his opponent's largest weakness and exploiting that as much as humanly possible with a couple of different guys, as you mentioned, having both Debo Samuel and Elijah Mitchell guys at his disposal to utilize that with. That is my thought on the offensive side. And, and you could all, really, you can flip this around too on the, on the San Francisco defensive side where their biggest strength has been defending the run. But what does Dallas like to do? They like to throw the ball down the field and San Francisco's back end of the secondary has been weak. So you can make, I think, a pretty clear, convincing case on on both sides of this with each team, which is why I over to me is is probably if you're looking at a you know total, that is the way to go would be over because I have to I have to think both teams will find a way to to scheme success. Now it's up to 50 and a half at, at, at most shops up from that 49. But at the end of the day, Jeff, if I'm comparing those two, San Francisco will have more success scheming with their offensive running game with how they've been a top five rush this year against that really mediocre Dallas run defense on the season. Again, when you're that road team in the playoffs as an underdog, you come in. We've talked about this with Philadelphia. We discussed this that certainly did not work with New England where you try to establish the run, shorten the game, limit possessions, and and get yourself out of there. I also, and, and to me as well, while the the secondary of San Francisco, Jeff, certainly a weakness on that 49er side. Let's keep in mind, Dallas as a pass-blocking unit has not been great for Dak Prescott. It, it's a reason why when he has not been you know, when he's not been taken care of there as a passer, he's been banged up. He's he's fought through injuries. We're not sure totally how close to 100% he is in. 
you know, a, pass, a team that's what, 23rd in, in their pass block win rate this year against such a dynamic a frontline pass rushing team in San Francisco, they're going to have to get home, the Niners will, to, to get Prescott out of balance and out of rhythm. I am willing to bet that they do in this game, and especially at the three and a half, that's why I'll take San Francisco. Look, this is on paper, and of course it's the shortest line of the weekend. This is the most even matchup there is. And it's the two teams, Ben, that realistically to me, even more so than Tampa with the way Tampa's currently constructed, these are the two teams that can throw the wrench into Green Bay's path to L.A. We discussed it before. We both are on the opposite sides of that discussion where I said Dallas and you said San Francisco, and that's where we lined up on this game. So, look, Ben, if San Francisco wins this game, I'm not going to be surprised even though I'm betting Dallas, and I've already bet Dallas. But in the end, I'm going to take the better team at home. And Dallas has been consistently the better team between these two teams the entire season. I will say this, though, too. I think it's time, especially if San Francisco wins this game, I think it's time that we we, we stop killing Jimmy G. I think the numbers we're have the, been good. Jimmy G's, whenever he's been healthy, while playing in San Francisco, the Niners have been a top three team in the NFC when he's been healthy. And he's, look, he's he's not elite. He's never going to be top a top-notch quarterback, but he's more than good enough to win games. Heck, if he, may, if he makes that throw to Emmanuel Sanders, the Niners win the Super Bowl. Like, we're legitimately, like, talking about a, a half-yard difference of winning a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. I, 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 especially if San Francisco wins tomorrow. I, I, I think that's enough. And someone, whoever gets Garoppolo next year, assuming Lance is the starter in San Francisco, someone's going to be a little bit better than expected with Garoppolo next year. Certainly agree with you on that. Yeah. Advanced numbers, analytics, love, love Jimmy solid. G, love San solid Francisco. quarterback. Very good cases to be made on both sides. Yes. And we're going to go Oppo, and we're fine. And we're Fine with me. <laughs> we're fine with it. Fine with me. NFL play, it's NFL playoffs. <laughs> I mean, you're also going to have a wager on Mike McCarthy. Do you realize how you're, you're, you're okay with it? Mike McCarthy. I'll deal. Bet deal with, I'll deal, with the, I'll deal with the consequences if it deal, loses. He'll deal with it when we get there. Yeah, deal with the consequences <laughs> if it loses. The consequences when we arrive. Okay. That's all you, something you always have to consider. We still do have two more games to preview as we go into our final hour. We'll also give out our best bets as we roll on. One more hour coming your way next. You're a beat. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. 
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 